Hey, welcome back. Another day, another vlog. Good day, hope you had a good weekend. Where are you coming over from? Facebook, the website, the podcast, or Instagram. Mm. Instagram's blocked me last week. Uh, apparently, I'm a bot. When I was in cleaning up my own business account, the 34 Media page, um, I was going through and getting out some people, cleaning out some files and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, apparently that you're not allowed to do anything with your own account anymore. Biggest concern I have with it is cannot get hold of Instagram or anyone from their customer support to contact me to try and get it fixed. So I tried tweeting, I tried constant doing their all their help stuff on their Instagram pages. Absolutely got nowhere. Very very disappointing. Bit of a shame. Um, and well, there's not much you can do about it. I'm just going to wait till the 6th and then I'll be back into Instagram. Now, I tried just to go to do Twitter, but the photos look pretty average. The biggest problem with uh, Twitter is like you, it's a story and then a photo. Where Instagram, it's the photo and then you have your story. So that's the way I sort of see it. Uh, Twitter's great and I like really like Twitter for talking to people and, and getting news and stuff like that. It's a lot better in that regards. Uh, but Instagram displays your photos a lot better, I think. So, look, um, I think I, there's not much I can do. I just got to wait till the sixth. So I should be back on deck on Instagram on the six, on the sixth. The embargo lifts for me being a bot on my own account somehow. Um, yeah, very weird. Very. It's like Facebook. I'm not a big fan of Facebook. If I could get only really keep it so I can contact my family and friends. Uh, other than that, I don't really check it in a lot. So it's not a not a big not a fun thing anymore, Facebook. And Instagram seems to be heading down that same channel. They really need to work out what they're gonna do with it and before it totally gets destroyed, I think. It's a real shame because it is does make you show your photos off in a really, really good way. And that's the best part about it. Um, other than that, yeah, hope you enjoyed the Shady Camp video on Friday night. If you haven't already checked that out, if you're not subscribed, what are you doing? Hit that bell. Smash the subscribe and uh, yeah, you get to see these. Go check that video out after this. I'll leave a link here. And you go uh, click on that afterwards. So hope you enjoyed that one. If you did get to watch it, a little bit different, uh, a little bit of swearing in there. My apologies, uh, not normally something I do on camera, but it was a fun day. Me and Brother Law had a great day out fishing and had a few beers and just switched off from stress and life and everything else and just Sat there and went fishing and caught some fish and talk, shoot the shit and talk crap and all the stuff with us blokes do when we go out fishing. And I'm sure some of the ladies do as well. You know, it's just a just a vent. Just have a bit of a mental health day, I guess. It was, it was a really good day for us at that period back in March. Uh, I think it was March or February. Um, then the time my dad passed away, it was really good for me and I needed it. So it was, yeah, a great day. So I hope you enjoyed it. Some really beautiful footage of Shady Camp Mouth and the surrounding wetlands and some amazing footage of the sunset and just pure glass ocean. It was something very rare. If you've lived in Darwin or you know Darwin, you know that it's the ocean's generally pretty rough. We don't get waves, but we get lots of chop. So it's very rare to see it glass. So when it's like that and we got that, it was, yeah, it was pretty spectacular be out there with no one, no one for maybe 100 miles near us, uh, just being able to look at all that beauty. So very, very cool. Now, news, I'll just scroll my scroller. 
Canon Rumours is reporting that next year, early year, maybe January, that we may be getting a controversial RF mount camera. Now, controversial, they're saying, his source is saying that it's probably going to upset the Canon fanboys. So there's probably, my guesses on what it's probably going to be, it could be a cinema camera, which obviously photographers are not real keen on. It could be that APS-C RF mount cameras we have looked at. So I'm not 100% sure. Hang on. Um, it could be that, that APS-C, oh, unless it's under that $800 mark where that uh, the new RP version is looking at. Uh, that's the rumors on that, about 800 bucks for the entry point RF full frame. You're gonna have to come down to about 600 US to uh, have it for, for anyone I would say to buy it. Uh, APS-C is fantastic for video. No problems there, the M50 is fantastic with video. But when you're shooting and you're doing prints or even bigger footage, uh, the, there's just not enough pixels there and it's just not a, not a clean as image as a full frame, especially low light stuff I've found. Um, daylight photos weren't too bad, but as soon as you get into anything low light, Astro, it, it was really hard to get a good image out of. It was it's a, definitely a struggle for APS-C. I've noticed a big difference going to the full frame on the RP, and so I probably would never go back. Uh, if I had of, I probably would have shifted over to Olympus and gone with their APS-C because their stabilization and er the colors and everything else they've got. So. I don't, that's probably highly likely, that's probably, let's call that a 80% chance of that being the one that's gonna come in January. So if you are an APS-C fan, um, and there are the people out there that enjoy that, and like bird and wildlife guys, they get the big zoom focal range out of that, the compression, and most of them are daylight, they're not shooting birds at night. So it's probably not too bad for them and nice and light to carry. I think that's probably going to be good, so you there. But I'd say it's going to be more expensive than your basic full frame, which is going to be a hard, hard sell, I believe. Now, the other option is we still haven't got an R1. We haven't heard much about the R1. My guess, and this is just like a throw, throw it out, throw a penny in the ocean guess. Um, what if that R1 is going to come, and it's got a 12 megapixel SPAD sensor on it? Now he said controversial. Now, putting a SPAD sensor on there as opposed to a 60, 50 megapixel uh, backlit illuminated crazy sensors that we have nowadays on the full frame stuff, that's pretty, they're pretty special and they're a great image. But the R1 and the 1DX Mark III was never about a landscape photographers or portrait photographers. It was all about sports, birds, high speed shots, uh, small file size so they can shoot them straight off and get them printed, JPEGs a lot, uh, all that sort of stuff. It's a pro, that's what the pros use. They just, they, they're all about speed and getting that photo and getting it done. The SPAD sensor gives you, like I think what they did the one megapixel back in March, They've, they'll give them nine months to get it up to 12 megapixels. Probably already working on that. Uh, they only just released the one megapixel. They didn't say how far they were on with how long it takes to get to the 12 megapixel. What if it comes out 12 megapixel with something ridiculous like 20,000 frames a second and zero noise in low light? Uh, astrophotography with zero noise. 100,000, 200,000, 500,000 ISO with zero noise. How cool would that be? That would be insanity. I think that would be controversial just by putting that SPAD sensor in there. And look, Canon's the leader on it. They did the one megapixel with world's first. No one else has done that yet. 
that would be a game changer for them. Perfect camera to do it with. That's what it's all about, speed. Imagine going out to a sporting event and punching out 20,000 frames on one, on one run, the 100-meter run, and just the last five seconds and get, you can get 20,000 frames for the last 10 meters. You're guaranteed to get the perfect shot every single time, which is a sports photographer's wet dream uh, that it would be ideal. So, look, that I think would be controversial. I think it's probably going to be the APS-C, but let's just, let's just go with that. That sounds like more fun to me. <laughs> now, for some friends of mine, uh, Sheldrick, this one's for you. You'll love this. Uh, good mate from work. He's a bit of a 5G nut. Not, not keen on 5G. It's his choice. He pays the same tax as me, so look, you can't blame him. If you are concerned about those sort of things and you're worried about waves and microwaves and all that sort of stuff, well, there's a clothing company out there that can help you. It can fully 99% protect you from... 3G, 4G, 5G, Wi-Fi, and Bluetooth waves, cooking your brain, getting in, whatever they do, they, this can protect you. Go check out Lambs, their company. Now, I've got the Faraday beanie up there, the Faraday from the Faraday cage that puts up an electromagnetic field so no one can get in. That's where the company sort of got their names from. So the Faraday beanie, it's 60 bucks US. Uh, so it's not cheap, but it's, it's still pretty comfortable. It's not like a block of alpha oil in the shape of a beanie. <laughs> but it's a 44% cotton, 39% silver, and 17% polyester. That silver in there is going to make it fresh too. It's not going to stink as well. That it does have some other benefits in there with that silver. Um, but as I said, 99% blocking of all those waves. You can get a t-shirt, you can get undies, shorts. There's a lot in there. Long sleeve shirts. Very, very cool, I thought. And very on trend now in what we have is was going on with all the conspiracy conspiracy theories and everything going on around the world. Perfect time to bring out a clothing band like this, and I think they'll do pretty well. Uh, so if you're looking for something, Sheldrick, I found you the perfect clothing range. They might even sponsor you if you give them a call. I don't know how you call them, but just my thoughts. <laughs> now, the new Samsung new G9 Neo monitor, 49-inch Beast. Now they had the G9, which is just a big curve, thousand R curve, perfect for gaming, amazing for editing on any sort of platform for Premiere Pro or whatever. You get the timelines stretch right around you. You don't have to stretch and minimize and all that yucky stuff that we hate doing. Now mini LED, now 240 hertz. So gamers, 240 hertz, ridiculous speeds, um, mini LED, amazing colors. Two, over 2,000 local dimming zones, uh, very, very cool piece of tech. 3,000 US bucks, uh, it's not US, Australian dollars, so it's not cheap. They've had it for a couple of months, now available in Australia. You can go to Harvey Norman, I think, sells it. They're uh, brand dealers for Samsung. Biggest concern I have with it, running it off a Mac, uh, a little bit tricky. Unfortunately, RTX Graphics cars, the only one that can drive it to its full potential. So if you want the 240 hertz for gaming or whatever, you're not going to be able to hook up your Mac to this to get those specs, unfortunately. My apologies. Uh, yeah, hopefully Samsung can bring out a G09 Mac or something that's specific towards Apple. It can run it. I don't need 240 hertz. I just want it for that wide screen. Um, and that mini LED, I think, would be pretty handy for editing. But uh, yeah, you, you can run a display port from your MacBook Pro uh, into it, but you, it's not going to run at those high speeds 
uh, unfortunately. But it is doable. I did do a bit of background research and some forums on Apple, and they say you can do it running either on a 13. You can run twin HDMIs out, display ports up to it to get a, do it like a picture-in-picture -picture sort of style, or on the bigger ones like the 16-inch, you can just run one cable HDMI to USB-C. So you can do it. It's obviously not the same as running on a PC. So that's the only caveat with it. Um, I know LG does a 49 curve, and obviously they're the OLED kings. So maybe they might be due for something that you can use on a Mac. So that would be handy. But no, nonetheless, amazing, amazing monitor and something, oh, if I win Powerball or Set for Life, well, I'm definitely going to get one of those. Actually, I'll get two of them, one for the top, one for the bottom. How cool that, watching widescreen movies or doing your photos at the top and then doing your timeline. Yeah, it'd be pretty darn special. Anyway, uh, I digress. Now, you want to get some wet weather photos, landscape. It's all... A, I love when it rains. I've, I can't can't imagine any other better weather than rain for me, on the rock, especially up the rocks up here in the Pilbara. The colours it brings out <clears throat> once the rocks are wet, waterfalls, the ocean, all that thing. Everything we do with the camera really rolls about being wet. Cameras are renowned for not they all they never tell you if it's waterproof. I think there's only Olympus that'll sort of give you any sort of warranty for waterproof or show it getting totally saturated. Canon always just says it's as good as the 1DX, which is not even rated. So it's a little bit tricky in those regards. Well, you don't have to worry about that anymore. You can get hardcover waterproof cases to put, put your cameras in and go underneath the water in the ocean, under waterfalls, or sit down in the water low and get that beautiful big shot of a waterfall or the river or something, so a different perspective, but they're expensive. Another company out there called Outex. Go check them out. I'll put a link down below in the description. Uh, it's like a silicon membrane. And then on your front, you've got an optical glass lens. Basically, I guess like a lens filter that screws into the actual lens. So you pick the size for the lens you're going to use. So be, say, a 77 for my 16 to 35. That screws into there. Silicon membrane goes over your camera so you can touch and dials and do you hold it, adjust it manually focus, all those fun stuff that we do with our cameras. And then on the back, there's another another glass, optical glass screen which screws in, and then you can see your live view or your EVF from there. So pretty cool, smart idea. It's 425 US bucks. It's not cheap, but it is quality. There's a lot of, if you go to the site, they've got a lot of ambassadors. They're all photographers that are using it, underwater people, a whole variety of people that are using it. So. It's not just a uh, once-off sort of a tricky thing, I guess. Definitely worth having a crack. Uh, there is a tripod mount, so you can plug it to a tripod. Perfect. I think you probably want to get that as well as one pro, the pro kit and that as a starting point. So you're looking at about 600 US. So not cheap, but cheaper than the hardcover alternatives for sure, I think. Now, it also does a dome as well. So you can check out the dome. That's those, one of those things where you can go above the water and below the water. Again, that's another couple hundred bucks. They're not cheap because they're using proper optical glass, so it's not going to distort or make your photos look crap. So definitely something to check out our techs. I think it's a pretty smart idea, a lot better than what we normally have. And apart from rain covers, which you can get, I've got a really good Peak Design rain cover that I use, but I can't get under the water or in the water and, and not have to stress. So when you've got a $5,000 camera and lens, the last thing you want is to drop that in the water or the ocean or anything like that. So 
this is a great option and definitely worth going to check out. Definitely one for you landscape people out there. Very, very cool. Radio, and that's about it. Hope you had a good weekend. If you haven't seen that video, go check it out. If you haven't gone, check out the, all the latest merch on the merch store. Go check that out. Uh, lots of upside, updates I did on the weekend. So the website's looking fresh and sharp. Let me know what you think about their website in the comments. Uh, hopefully, it's up to your standard. Anything you want in there, let me know about that too. I can definitely make it happen. Radio, whether you're coming this way, that way, I'll see you tomorrow. Peace.